Good morning, everyone. My name is Teddy Ragsack. You're listening to TED Talk Sports. And this episode is brought to you by Grooming by Diane, the best dog grooming services in the San Fernando Valley. <clears throat> All right, guys. So the team that we're going to talk about um, this episode is the Pittsburgh Steelers. And there is a lot a lot there's just a lot of stuff to talk about so many different stories and players leaving and stuff like that so anyway so let's do a little mini recap of the 2018 season so the Steelers went nine six and one and um you know they felt they didn't make the playoffs and you know honestly I, I felt like there was probably more there were probably there's probably more interesting things um through their drama off the field <laughs> then there were interesting things on the field. I mean, there was just so many different elements to the Steelers team. Um, I had to take a look at. So, you know, Le'Veon Bell sat out last season and, you know, he sits. <laughs> it's such an interesting story, right? So Le'Veon Bell wanted to get this big, big contract from the Steelers. So he sits out last season and thinking that the Steelers are going to start losing games because he's not going to be playing and um, they're going to eventually be forced to pay him. So in Le'Veon Bell's absence emerges the, some guy by the name of James Conner, who um, I think he played. Uh, I think he played college football in Pittsburgh, um, and he, you know, he's a cancer survivor. Dude has an absolutely amazing story, and you know, he just emerges as as this like Pro Bowl caliber running back out of the blue, and this and the Steelers start winning games. It was almost it was like something out of a movie. It was it was honestly really incredible to watch. Uh, James Conner is an absolute. He's an inspiration. And he's just a very very talented football player. Just plain and simple. And he's and he's he's younger than Le'Veon Bell. So I know it's just it's crazy how things work out. Like what are the odds of that happening? That you have someone like Le'Veon Bell with such a unique, patient style of running the football. You know he's yeah, and and you know you think he's a generational talent, and so you have him sit out. Well, no, you don't have him sit out. He sits out. And then someone like James, and then you're thinking you're probably going to have a big hole at the running back position. This guy named James Conner comes out of the blue and just starts tearing it up. Now, this is, I thought that was really interesting. And then, you know, okay, so then how does this affect the Steelers? So the Steelers now have, you know, this young, talented running back, James Conner. Le'Veon Bell went to go sign with the Jets for, like, less money, which I, I, I'm not going to talk about all that, but to me that just didn't make any sense. Um, because Le'Veon Bell ended up ended up losing a lot of money, and the other big the other big story too is um, Antonio Brown. So the Steelers traded away Antonio Brown because he was just a, an absolute head case. He was a nightmare for the Steelers, um, and so I have mixed feelings on the Antonio Brown trade. Okay, so Antonio Brown, I think that you had to get rid of him. With the things that, you know, the drama with him and, and Ben Roethlisberger, you had to get rid of him. It makes a lot of sense. Okay. Um, the thing that I don't understand is that I just think that the Steelers could have gotten a lot more for Antonio Brown. So the Steelers traded away Antonio Brown to the Oakland slash Las Vegas Raiders for a third and fourth round draft pick. Um, I just think that's, I think that they could have gotten more. I really do. You know, you're, you're talking about someone who I, I think, you know, I think he's still got it. Someone that is a top three wide receiver, at least, or maybe the best wide receiver. Because the dude is just is so, so good at football. Um, 
and you get him for a third and fourth round pick, not even a first round pick. I don't know. For me, I, I, I agree with getting rid of Antonio Brown. I just don't agree with what they got back for Antonio Brown. So the next big question with the Steelers is Ben Roethlisberger. You know, can Ben Roethlisberger stay healthy? I think Ben Roethlisberger will be able to stay healthy. Uh, the Steelers going into this upcoming season have the third best uh, offensive line, at least ranked, whatever that means. But they have, going into the season, they have the top three offensive line. Um, and I, I think on paper, they should be able to protect Big Ben as long as they're not doing anything crazy. Um, but my only issue is I just don't know who the Steelers have to replace Big Ben in a few years. I think this is kind of a problem that they've just been kind of pushing under the rug. Or sorry, sweeping under the rug. You know, yeah, that doesn't make, that doesn't make any sense. Anyways, pu- they've been pushing this, uh, sweeping this problem under the rug. So I, I, I think in a few years, if the Steelers don't find a quality replacement, for Ben Roethlisberger, I think they're, they're really, really going to suffer. Um, yeah. Oh, also one thing, too, that, I, that totally slipped my mind. Back to the Antonio Brown situation, right? So now, now that Antonio Brown's gone, now the big question is for the Steelers, is Juju Smith a number one, a number one wide receiver? And I think he's definitely capable of that. Like I said, look, if Ben Roethlisberger stays healthy, Ben Roethlisberger is a very, very good quarterback. And I think he'll be able to get Juju Smith-Schuster to the ball. You know, Juju is a, he's very fast. He's very big. He's very strong. has a vicious stiff arm. And I, I think that Juju is going to be fine this upcoming season. I think he's going to put, put up good numbers. Um, for fantasy, I would definitely take Juju. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's all I can really say about that. I think Juju is going to be good. But I just don't, I'm really curious to see how he's going to be as the number one receiver. Because when he was playing with Antonio Brown, you know, you'd rather have Juju try and beat you than Antonio Brown. So you know, a lot of the attention, all the attention is going to be on Juju this upcoming season. So I'm really curious to see how he handles it. I think he'll be fine, but maybe it'll take a little bit of time, maybe a game or two to kind of adjust to that. But we'll see. Um, so on the defensive side of the football, the Steelers had a really strong pass rush. Um, they had they were they ranked first in the NFL in sacks. They had 52 sacks last season, um, but their, their secondary was a little bit weaker. They they ranked 28th in interceptions, um, and then they were about in the middle for points allowed per game, which you know they were 16th. So you know the defense, you know it's it, it's been pretty solid. You know, but the, the Steelers just caught some really bad luck. I think they had. You know, they, they had a really young linebacker, you know, Ryan Shazier, and he gets an injury, but not like an ACL or anything like that. You know, it's like a spinal injury. He couldn't walk. It was awful. So they had this whole, you know, linebacker. Um, they take TJ Watt, and TJ Watt has been really sensational. I think it's really cool that TJ Watt is, you know, doing really well, and JJ Watt's doing really well. I just think that's really, that's really interesting. But anyways, TJ Watt has been sensational along with, you know, I got to show some love to to my boy Daniel McCullers, defensive lineman, absolute unit of a player. <laughs> and, you know, and he's bolstered up the, the goal line defense of the Steelers. Um, and then and in this past draft, too, the Steelers drafted Devin Bush at linebacker and, uh, you know, they drafted him in the first round. And so far in the preseason, he's looked really good. You know, everyone's been talking about Devin Bush. I mean, he, he moved, the way he moves around the field is very fluid. And, you know, he's able to make, he's able to stick onto these tackles. Um, And he's a very strong player too. So, and the Steelers, you know, they also signed Mark Barron, which I'm not a big Mark Barron fan. 
You know, he, he, Mark Barron played last season for the uh, Los Angeles Rams, a.k.a. my favorite team, and I wasn't crazy about him. But to be fair, Mark Barron was put in a really tricky situation because Mark Barron was originally a safety, and then the Rams transitioned him into a linebacker. So in a sense, he was kind of playing out of position. Um, so, I, you know... It, but going back to a little bit to the Ryan Shazier thing, you know, Ryan Shazier was a very, very, very fast linebacker and he was able to cover a lot of these players. And then, you know, obviously with him being injured and everything like that and, you know, obviously not coming back, you know, they, they sort of needed someone that that can cover these faster guys at the linebacker position. And I think that's why they brought Barron in sort of like a linebacker specialist. If I were to take a guess at this, um, I'm curious I was going to do. But, you know, Barron really isn't a true linebacker just because he's, you know, more of a safety. But, you know, if you're bringing him in just to specialize in that, I know I think, you know, he could be effective. You know, you have Mike Tomlin coaching you and the Steelers coaching staff has been very good. So I'm sure they'll find a really good use for him. Um, and, you know, I, th- I think he'll be effective. But just my my only thoughts that I just you're not <laughs> at least my opinion is you're not getting like this all star pro bowl linebacker in Mark Barron. Um, you know, he's OK, though. But. So going, so my prediction for the Steelers this upcoming season. So some things to note. So the before I get you know get into my official prediction, I should say, the AFC North is extremely extremely competitive. It's it's a very tough division this year. You have the Browns who have like this totally stacked offense. Um, you know, with Baker Mayfield and Jarvis Landry, OBJ, and um, Kareem Hunt when he gets back, Nick Chubb, all those guys. It was a very very good team on paper. Um, the Ravens are solid. I'm, I'm not really sold on Lamar Jackson, but you know, that that's, I'm not going to get into all that. And you know, the Bengals are in the division too. And the Bengals, they're, they're trying their hardest. I don't know what else to say about the Bengals. They, they're there, you know, they, <laughs> they show up every day and they put in work and yeah, I don't. Wow, I don't know what I'm going to say about the Bengals. But yeah, they're <laughs> that's probably one of the easier teams in division, in all honesty. Um, and, you know, and the, I right now, I have the Steelers winning the division because I think the Browns are going to have a lot of growing pains. You're going to have a lot of big, bold personalities on this Cleveland team. And, and the thing with Cleveland is that it's not, you know, just, just having a winning season or making the playoffs, that's not going to cut it anymore. You know, with the, with the kind of talent that Cleveland has, they're going to be expected to make a pretty solid playoff run. And I, I don't know how those players are going to react to that, you know, having all this extra pressure from the fan base and things like that. But, you know, I, I just don't think that the – I think the Browns can definitely be like a wild card team. And I'm not saying that the Browns – it would be impossible for them to win the division. It's just that I just think that with the experience, um, you know, with, with – you know, with Roethlisberger and Tomlin and that, you know, the Steelers are very well-rounded defense and they're a very, they're, they're an elite franchise. So they're used to having these expectations. They're used to playing for it. Um, there's, you know, I don't know. I just think that the Steelers are going to be able to overcome that. I think the Steelers are going to have less chemistry issues to start the season. And, you know, as of right now, I know I haven't seen enough from the Browns. Again, the season hasn't started yet, but I haven't seen enough from them to where I'm going to see say, okay, look, they are the certified number one favorites, you know. But anyways, so that's just my opinion. I think the Steelers are going to have another good year. I don't know. I can't really tell how far the Steelers are going to get in the playoffs. I don't have them as a, as a title contender right now, um, but I definitely have them winning the division. To me, that 
you know, maybe that maybe they're a dark horse candidate for that. But I, I think that shouldn't be much of an issue. But anyways, guys, so that was my take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. My name is Teddy Raksek. You've been listening to TED Talk Sports.